Hey, everybody. Welcome. It's time for your Berkshire Hathaway bi-weekly podcast here on GFPS. And hanging out with us today, realty expert John Brodeen. And we're going to be talking with John in just a minute. Look, if you want that home, let's go get you that home. And it's okay to feel a little nervous. Or to not know what to look for. Because our network agents have the expertise to take the scary out of buying a home. Well, most of it. Now, let's go get you home. All right, we are back on your Berkshire Hathaway bi-weekly podcast. Realty expert John Brodeen in the studio. How you doing today, hey, John? I'm good, John. How Man, about you? Good. You're looking good. Yeah, yeah. Feeling good? Thank you. Everything's groovy? Yep, everything's groovy. (laughs) (laughs) I'm glad to hear it. What do you think about that beautiful weather out there this morning? Uh, You know, they say, we're going to get in the 30s today. Yeah. Well, then you throw in a 50-mile-an-hour wind, and it sure in the heck doesn't seem like it's going to get into the 30s. It's blowing like crazy, but... Seems like that happens whenever any some whenever any new weather moves in. Yeah, you know, you know it, maybe it's a good sign. As long as we have some sun, yeah, uh, it, it'll help. But I got a feeling uh, then tomorrow when it gets cold again, it's going to be ugly. Yeah. Oh yeah, well. Oh yeah. well. Um, it was brutal last night. I know we were talking before we went on. Uh, we always talk a little bit about what we are going to talk about, what we're going to discuss: uh, time in the market versus timing the market. Yes. And in is capitalized. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Explain, please. Yes. So timing the market. There's a lot of buyers out there who think that um, they're going to be able to time the market. So they're going to buy when it's low and then they think they're going to be able to sell when it's high. And a lot of times the people who are trying to uh, accomplish this, they end up with worse results than the people who um, buy whenever they need to buy Mm -hmm. and stay in the market for a long time. It's it's not about quick flips and trying to you know hit the market on a downstroke and then sell on an upstroke. It's you know that's minimal compared to the gains that people make when they own a home for five, ten, fifteen, twenty years. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. it's even five's a little on the short end, but it's pretty normal for real estate to double or triple. Um, in a 30-year period of time. Sure, so, sure. Yeah. So you got guys that think uh, they know how to play the market. Yeah. And, and you're a realty expert. Can you even figure out the market sometimes? Um, no, it's hard to know what the market's going to do. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I can kind of see trends. I, I study the the data on our local market a ton, and I follow, you know, a lot of national sources that experts who who break down make predictions that sort of thing um but just like with anything nobody really knows exactly what's going to happen you know there's patterns like you know you can uh it's pretty easy to predict like the seasonal pattern that happens here that's one of the most simple things Mm -hmm. um you know there's there's patterns that involve interest rates um that's that's one of the things that people are talking a lot about right now is the interest rates rising they were as low as like 3.125 at the beginning of January. And just last week, they got up. They've jumped a couple times pretty substantially. And just last week, they got up to like 3.75. Now they're back down to 3.625. And it's expected that rates are probably going to rise about 1% okay. um, You know, over the course of 2022. And people might think, oh, with interest rates going down, there's going to be less buyer demand and it's going to turn into a cold market. That's, you know, a lot A lot of people would maybe make that assumption. If, if you're thinking of that, though, the one thing you're missing is 
the uh, supply is so, so low that even if buyer demand got cut by like 25% or something like that um, from last year due to interest rates rising, less buying power for buyers, the prices aren't going down anytime soon because in order for prices to go down, you would need such a huge, you'd either need an almost impossible amount of uh, inventory to hit the market or you'd need a crazy drop off in, in buyer demand. Okay, so if you're trying to time the market, basically you might spend more time in the market. Yeah, waiting. So right. I've got a story about two buyers okay. um, that I'm working with. And we'll call, we'll call the first guy. I can't use their real name. So okay. we'll, we'll call him Jim, and we'll call the second person Amy. Okay. Um, so I met both of these buyers back in late 2016. Um, Amy bought her home in early 2017. Um, and it was right around the $220,000 price point. Okay. Um, Jim would be, you know, kind of hot and cold. He could never fully commit to a house. Uh, even if it had all of his needs and wants back then, he'd find a reason, you know, not to buy it. Okay. And, you know, then I wouldn't hear from him for three months and then we'd go and he'd call me and we'd go looking at houses again. And this, this has continued on for, five years now. Okay. Right. So, and, and here's the thing that Jim keeps noticing is that the type of houses we were looking at in 2017, his price range hasn't changed. Right. The type of houses he was looking at in 2017 are no longer available in his price range. Sure. He wanted some, you know, similar price range to Amy. Uh, he wanted something with a two stall garage that was pretty moving ready. That's exactly what Amy got back in early 2017. Mm -hmm. Um, now, that's impossible at 220. Um, you know, there's houses that are hitting the market that are moving ready with single stall garages that are selling for 250. Yep. You yep. know, um, the houses that are even two, you know, 2230 that have two stall garages are completely outdated and need major cosmetic updating. Right. So he's slowly seen the market creep up on him where if he would have gotten in back in 2017, he would have been able to get what he wants. Now, he's he's if he's ever going to buy anything, he's going to end up having to sacrifice on a lot of his original sure. needs and wants just because the type of home that you get now in 2022 for 220000 is a lot different from the type of house you could get in 2017 for 220000 And this is interesting because Amy actually called me, and she's interested in selling her home uh, this spring. So I um, you know, did a little bit of research on it, checked out the market on her home, and, uh, you know, and they've, they've made some improvements. So they bought it for like 220,000. They've put less than 10,000 into it total. I think they did a new patio and a new roof and mm -hmm. nothing else really. It was pretty moving ready when they bought it. It needed a new roof when they bought it. Um, so, and, and just to put this in perspective, you know, what, what both of those people, what, what their situations are and compared to the whole market, um, from 2017 to now, the average sale price is up 11.5% from 235000 to 262000 So the average sale price in those years went up $27,000. Okay. Um, the median sale price is up 14% from $208,000 to $237,000. Wow. And the median sale price is probably more indicative of how the whole market is because it's not going to be skewed by any luxury sales. Um, so I like to use the median sale price in these type of mm -hmm. examples a little bit more than the average because the average could be skewed by if a few luxury sales went through. So, um, so Amy 
gained forty thousand dollars in equity. Your house is now wow. worth about close to two hundred sixty thousand. Okay, um, so her she she picked wisely when she picked her home because her home has appreciated even more than the market, and it's not just because of the updates that she made because a roof and a patio aren't super high return items. Right, they're, they're not twenty five thousand dollars worth. No, no, no. And so she probably, I mean, if the market would have stayed the same, she probably would have maybe gotten 70 or 80 cents back on the dollar for the updates that she made if she was lucky. Mm-hmm. You know? mm-hmm. um, so she also, since 2017, has paid down $18,000 on her loan. Um, so she got her, so if she sells this spring, she's going to recoup her down payment. And after commissions, after the improvements that she spent on, after all that kind of stuff, she's going to have like a $32,000 profit after she sells. And Jim, if he's been renting, you know, a home and we'll just say her, his payment's been similar to Amy's over these last five years, he's spent $78,000 in rent. Wow. <laughs> so if Jim's trying to find the perfect house at the perfect time, it's never the right time. Nothing's ever good enough. You can see how this, uh, how this, um, if you know, if that continues, he could still get in, and then he'll be in Amy's position ten years down right. the road. Um, and you know, and it's not, you know, we've had kind of an unusual year. You know, every sure. every five to seven years, you're going to have some hot years where the majority of the appreciation happens. You know, Amy probably didn't experience that much appreciation until probably 2020, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. that's when the market probably went up by, you know. Uh, four to five percent each of those years but you got to hold on to it for the long term because you're never going to be able to predict when those times where the fast fast appreciation mm-hmm. is going to occur because you you know you don't know when those market circumstances are going to happen until they do happen you right know? we couldn't have predicted all the things that have happened in the past two years you couldn't predict the inventory shortage you couldn't uh, predict the interest rates dropping and driving buyer demand through the roof simultaneous with the uh super low inventory Mm -hmm. that's those are conditions that make prices go up a lot really fast so jim and amy both looking for a house five years ago Mm -hmm. amy um she she goes through it she buys the house uh five years later she's gonna make over thirty thousand dollars on it yeah five years later jim is still not in a house. He's still renting. Mm-hmm. Now, they first came to you, realty expert John Brodine, five years ago. You ever, as being a realty expert, I mean, you ever just want to say to guys like Jim, I told you so. <laughs> no, I'm not going to do that. No, but I'm not going to do that. Did you I'm ever sure think that, though? Like, jeepers, why didn't this guy listen to me? The market kind of does that for me when we're now looking at a $220,000 house that's a disaster compared to the $220,000 houses that we looked at in 2017. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's everybody's comfort level is different. Some sure. people have a hard time getting off the fence and making a decision. And, you know, that's just, that's just the way it goes. Um, but you know, it's, it just shows you the, if you do, if you are in a position to be able to take that risk, um, you know, the benefits that can come from it because, uh, you know, Amy, Amy took a little bit of a risk buying a home. It's safer to rent. Mm-hmm. Not, not when you're talking about five plus years, but sure. five years is, a, is usually it's a, it's a little better to buy. Mm-hmm. And especially over these past five years, um, now that we're looking at it in hindsight, right? So, yeah, and he's, it's not too late for him. No, know, not no. at all. And, um, and, and maybe I should rephrase that. Um, not you saying, I told you so, but you think five years later, Jim is saying to himself or thinking to himself, 
I should have listened to John Brodeen. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe. With a little grin on your face, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and if he wasn't comfortable at the time, I don't know his exact financial situation. So, I mean, the time might not have been right. The house is, you know, it, it could have been more on his end of things rather than the house is not being right. But, um, yeah, if he thinks he's going to wait for the market to drop, mm-hmm. you know, he's... he's yeah, it's not going to happen. I, I mean, the the best you get with that over the past 15, 20 years in Grand Forks is the market really hasn't taken major dives. Mm-hmm. The worst it's been is maybe the average sale price gone down by a few thousand dollars in one year. Um, and then it, then it, you know, maybe stays flat for a few years. That's also, you know, not the best thing. If the market would have stayed flat, Amy probably would have broken even. She wouldn't have made a huge profit. Sure. Um, and she might have, you know, if the market would have stayed completely flat, she might have been a little out of pocket considering she spent that money on the house. So, you know, there, that's the risk involved. But, um, and of course, these are not their real names, um, so I'd never give that kind of information out about my clients, but it's a worthwhile story if you're a buyer out there who's on the fence. Uh, we got a text in saying, I closed on my house uh, 1-4-2022, been waiting a year for prices to drop. I would have gotten my house 15% less had I just moved a year ago. The economy is too unpredictable to wait, and that's exactly what you're talking about, John. Yep, and... Um, and she she closed the twenty second, so or sorry, I didn't see if it was mad. I think it was. Uh, she closed the twenty second. So the good news that she can uh, be happy about is chances are she locked her interest rate in before they went up. Sure, um, because you know one a one percent increase in interest rates decreases your buying power by about ten or eleven percent. So not not the worst thing ever. Um, yeah, but it's true. So, you know, you might not necessarily get what you want right off the bat, but um, if you are still in contact with these people after five years, uh, that means that a realty expert like you, John Brodeen, you don't give up. Uh, you nope. keep working with these clients until the deal is done. Yep. When Jim's ready, we're, we're ready. So. All right, Jim, there you go, man. <laughs> not his name. All right. Yeah, I know. Well, we're we're going to go with Jim. I know, right? I know. <laughs> um, if somebody wants to get a hold of realty expert John Brodeen, how do they do that? Uh, check me out on all the social media platforms, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube. Um, I post a lot of content, information for buyers and sellers about the local market and stuff going on. Uh, if you want to, if you're ready to go and want to reach out to me directly, 701-213-5428 and call or text me on that number. All right. Time in the market versus timing the market. Now you just saw a text. You heard a couple of stories. You know what? Get a hold of John Brodeen, realty expert with Berkshire Hathaway. Uh, maybe you won't run through these issues and have this problem because he's going to steer you the right way. Catch you again on Friday, right? Yep. Yep. All right, there you go. That's our Berkshire Hathaway bi-weekly podcast. Realty expert John Brodeen, he'll be back on Friday.